This morning on the third hour of today, Ian's Wrath, one of the strongest storms to ever hit Florida, making landfall as a powerful Category 4 hurricane. The surge of water flooding streets and homes, the wind whipping off roofs. Whoa. And tearing down power lines, knocking out power. The devastation, historic, and Ian isn't finished. We have live team coverage this morning. And then later, our series Generation Next, meet the man offering a glimpse inside some of the biggest shows and movies in Hollywood, how his behind the scenes videos have made him a star in his own right. And then live from New York, it's Bowen Yang, the SNL star up early to fill us in on the new season. That's all ahead today, Thursday, September 29th, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Craig and Jacob sitting in with us this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, guys. We're up to a a busy morning once again. We're just beginning to get a sense for the devastation caused by Hurricane Ian. In fact, the storm is already one for the history books. It arrived on shore as a Category 4. Look at this, with winds hitting 150 miles per hour. And as expected, the storm surge was absolutely catastrophic. Ian flooded out entire Florida neighborhoods. It devastated. Southwest Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis just said the storm basically wiped the entire region off the power grid, if you can believe it. And the infrastructure is going to all need to be rebuilt. And here's the other part of the story. The threat far from over. Ian now moving across the Florida panhandle. And to just give you an idea of how massive that storm is right now, 830 miles from the center There are still tropical storm force winds. Mm, We have team coverage for you from every angle today. But we begin with NBC's Sam Brock in hard-hit Venice, Florida, and Sarasota County, where they're calling in a one in a thousand year rain event. Sam? Chanel, I think your characterization was spot on, just beginning to understand the impact on people's lives and the damage. I'm at a housing development here in Venice, southern part of Sarasota County, called the Country Club Estates. Look over my shoulder, okay? I've covered wildfires and tornadoes before. That looks like that could be the aftermath of a wildfire. You see the transmission and power lines over my shoulder and a spout of water, just one water line there popping up. How about a metaphor for what these folks have gone through? I just talked to someone who said they watched the roof get ripped off of their home last night that of all of the homes here, about 500, 80% of them are destroyed or damaged. And the urgent effort right now, Chanel, is underway to try to help those impacted by Ian. It's devastation that was predicted, but the grim reality of this storm's raw power defies imagination. Ian, now a tropical storm, hit the coast as a fierce hurricane, shredding homes apart in Placida, Florida tearing off roofs and splintering trees, while in the Tampa area, extreme winds causing this tree to crash through a home. In one of the hardest hit areas, Fort Myers, there were storm surges nearly seven feet high, nearly double the previous record more than 20 years ago. Oh my God. The massive surge of water leaving entire communities completely underwater. You want me to come out? Roads looking more like the ocean for block after block. Ian packed catastrophic 150-mile-an-hour winds, knocking out power to more than 2 million customers. We have seen a life-threatening storm surge, uh, as was predicted. Uh, We've also seen major flooding that's going to rank as one of the top five hurricanes to ever hit the Florida Peninsula. This team of emergency responders unable to respond. 
a massive wall of water swamping their fire truck. Now we have a truck issue and the guys are pushing the truck out of the bay. In Port Charlotte, hospital staff working through the storm to protect patients. Other first responders struggling to help those in need, unable to start rescues until after life-threatening conditions subsided. Despite repeated warnings to leave, some people did not or could not evacuate. They found themselves stranded by a 12-foot storm surge. Mark and Elizabeth live in an apartment in Venice Island, Florida, but at the last minute grabbed their air mattresses and hunkered down in this Sarasota office when her boss offered it to them. Here you are with air mattresses in an office space. Your home is 50 or 100 miles away, but you consider yourselves lucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are. Yeah. Is that because you're safe from the storm? Yes, yes, because somebody helped us. Others stayed behind in the flood zone, trying to help those who were unable to leave. And I wanted to help the people in here because they're good people here in paradise. This morning, the destruction left behind by this massive blow from Mother Nature is just starting to come into focus. And tragically, we just learned this morning there has been at least one confirmed fatality so far. A 72-year-old man in Volusia County, guys, which is on the other side of the state, the Daytona Beach area. He was trying to drain his pool when he was pulled away by the, the rainwaters and was found in a canal. So far, that's one. But certainly the potential exists for that debt toll to rise so much higher than what we're seeing right now. We're going to wait to find out what's happening on the ground, but we do know that search and rescue efforts resumed at 2 a.m. here in Venice and many other counties around southwest Florida. I mean, looking at all of that you. devastation behind you, there's quite the road ahead yeah. when it comes to recovery. Sam Brock, thank you. I mean, especially when you look at, uh, in the short term, you'll have the power outages and the flooding, but in the medium term, longer term, housing. Oh. You're going to have a lot of folks who are displaced who are going to need a uh, place to live. Ian has now moved inland, now central Florida, getting the worst of the wind and the rain. Let's check in with NBC's Blaine Alexander. Blaine is in Orlando. What's the latest there, Blaine? And you said it, the wind and the rain. That's exactly what we're feeling right now. You can see just by looking at me and kind of our conditions around us, the wind is certainly rather unforgiving here. In fact, every now and then a gust will come through that'll kind of knock me off balance a little bit. But the real thing that officials are concerned about here, guys, is the rain. And that's because we are seeing increased reports of flooding in and around the Orlando area. In fact, the road that we drove to just get to this live shot, not too far from here, we saw flooding earlier this morning. We're seeing a number of reports coming in. We're also seeing, guys, some really unbelievable video. I want to show this to you. This is video of a reporter from our local affiliate, Wesh 2, who, who was out uh, doing his reporting. He came across a woman whose car had been uh, essentially flooded uh, by, by floodwaters, swept away by floodwaters. He went and pulled her to safety by carrying her on his back through the floodwaters under some caution tape and bringing her to safety. Unbelievable pictures. And officials say that they're only going to see more of that. Remember, we've already had at least a foot of rain here in the area, and it's expected to continue falling at least through noon, guys. All right, Blaine Alexander there in Orlando. Blaine, thank you. Um, let's get the latest on Ian and where that storm might be headed next. And for that, we bring in meteorologist Bill Karens. He is in for Al this morning. How are we looking, Bill? 
Uh, we're seeing the worst of the rainfall flooding right now. We have a bad situation that's developing just north of where Blaine is located in Seminole County, the Sanford area, up I-4 towards Volusia County. There's been an epic amount of rain in the last couple hours. Flash flood emergencies have been issued for some areas, flood warnings for others. Daytona Beach has already picked up about a foot of rain, and they're still stuck in this heavy rain band, and it's going to sit over them. So this is my biggest concern right now for life-threatening flash flooding is in the Daytona Beach area down the New Smyrna Beach. And they got winds the 72 miles per hour, too. I mean, it feels like practically a hurricane is right on top of them with this pounding of the rain and the water is going up in many areas. So the storm, it's a tropical storm. Still a stronger end tropical storm with these wind gusts, even as far north as St. Augustine, 52. We got a storm surge that's moving onshore. We got about a two foot surge right now in these areas from Volusia County northwards up towards Jacksonville. Eventually, we're going to see this heavy rain threat all through the Carolinas, uh, maybe even North Georgia, too. And we do still think this thing could re-strengthen tonight and tomorrow before another landfall in South Carolina. Uh, yeah, we've seen the extreme damage, but all the damage is nowhere near done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you start looking at Savannah and you start looking at Charleston, you got a lot of low-lying areas there. Oh, Tell me about it. Uh, Bill, thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, you guys will not be surprised to learn that Ian is disrupting travel across the country in a major way. The ripple effects of the storm are being felt at airports nationwide. NBC's Tom Costello is following that part of the story for us. Tom, what are you seeing? Hey, right now we've got about 2,000 flight cancellations today system-wide. It will come as no surprise that the vast majority of those cancellations are going into and out of Florida airports. Most Florida airports are closed. Miami is open. Fort Lauderdale is open. Everything north and west from there is closed, including Jacksonville, which is closed. Uh, And we don't expect that they're going to reopen uh, today. In fact, the Tampa airport CEO said probably looking at tomorrow after they do a full analysis to make sure that they don't have any significant significant damage. But listen, they they escaped most of the storm. Other airports were just hammered, of course. And as Ian tracks up the coast, we do expect more cancellations. Yesterday in total, 2,100 cancellations. We're tracking to that number again today already. But as we now get uh, Ian moving through Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, we are likely to see more airport cancellations uh, and closures as well. We know that Atlanta already has quite a few cancellations. Charlotte is already showing impact. And oh, by the way, New York City airports, this airport in Washington also affected because, of course, they funnel flights down into Florida. So if you're going to Miami, you probably will be fine today. If you're trying to get to any other airport in Florida, not so lucky. The good news is the airlines did pull almost every plane out of Florida, so no plane is sitting on the ground getting hammered by rain right now. They're out of the storm's path. Guys, back to you. That's a piece good of to know. news. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thank Tom you. Costello for us there in uh, northern Virginia. When we come back, we're going to get an update from one of the communities that got the worst of Ian when we check in on the ground in Naples, Florida. We'll do that right after this. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching 
learning engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with more on Hurricane Ian, one of the most powerful storms to really ever hit the state of Florida. And that's saying a lot. One community that was especially hard hit, Naples, Florida, joined now by the Naples city manager, Jay Boudichoir. Uh, Jay, good morning to you, sir. Thank you for your time. I, I'm sure this has been a, a long night and morning for you. You've been out helping residents, surveying the area as we understand it. Can you walk us through the extent of the damage there in Naples so far? Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on this morning and giving us an opportunity to communicate to our, our residents and uh, uh, our broader uh, community here uh, in Florida and nationwide. Uh, as far as the damage is concerned, uh, there, there is uh, there's still a lot that we don't know. Um, we, we had uh, assembled three assessment teams last night um, to try and get a feel for what we were in, uh, in store uh, in for for this morning. Um, unfortunately, the water uh, wasn't receding fast enough, and then uh, we had some complications with the king tide last night, uh, a little bit after midnight. So our crews have been out pre-dawn uh, assessing streets. Uh, we've already actually begun, begun recovery. We're moving cars uh, out of the thoroughfares and, and trying to uh, identify where the extremely hazardous locations are. Uh, Mr. Budishwar, my uh, my uncle, uh, Uncle Danny Schertzer, is a constituent of yours, and he actually sent me some video this morning, I think we have it, uh, of his street uh, in Naples. The entire street submerged wow. underwater. He said mm. uh, his home is the same. Obviously, you know, you can see his neighbor's homes uh, there as well. I wonder what type of advice would you have uh, to people who are in this situation, like my uncle at this point, who might have trouble getting into their house mm. uh, and whose, whose streets might look like this? Yeah, uh, luckily, you know, we're, we're nearing a low tide situation right now. Uh, the water is, is continuing uh, to recede, but we're going to be experiencing king tide situations here for the next uh, uh, day or so. Uh, you know, our message to the community and every other community that's dealing with high water, stay out of the water. It is not uh, a place for recreational activity. You know, we have uh, received some videos of uh uh, people having fun uh, in, in these uh, uh, very hazardous situations. We do not know what is submerged uh, in these waters. So, you know, our advice to residents is to stay out of the water. Uh, do not put yourself in a situation where we need to come and rescue you. Uh, give it time. Give us time. And uh, please be careful. A lot of injuries happen after the storm uh, with loose debris that um, are, are, are in precarious positions. Uh, people need to be aware of their surroundings. Look up, look down, uh, look to your left and right, and uh, use extreme care around your home. And with that said, I'm looking at the numbers here. At this point, nearly 200,000 homes in your county are reportedly without power right now, more than 2 million across the state. Do you have any idea when those numbers will start to go down? Yeah, we don't. Actually, I just finished up with our emergency uh, response team, uh, our morning briefing. And one of the questions that I'm trying to um, uh, get an answer to is how widespread the power outage is. Uh, I've been without power here in City Hall uh, since 5 a.m. yesterday. We've been on backup generator power. Um, our hospital grid is on. We have um, we have 
uh, power in certain locations, but uh, the out- outage is widespread. I understand that there's been grid damage uh, that may be complicating uh, the restoration of power, but uh, at this point, we don't know uh, the severity and the length of time it's going to take to get everyone's power restored. Naples City Manager Jay Boudichoir. Um Jay, thank you. Thank you so much for your, your, your time on this very very difficult morning. Absolutely. Our Thank thoughts you, and Jay. prayers are with the folks there in, in Naples, for sure. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Up next, sure. we are going to take a bit of a turn. It's our series, Generation Next. We're going to introduce you to a young Hollywood insider who's giving millions of people the scoop on what life is really like on the set in Hollywood. Hmm. We'll be right back. We are back with our series, Generation Next, and a young TikTok star who is using the platform to offer a rare glimpse into life on the set. So he's worked on some of the biggest movies and shows, and his fun behind-the-scenes videos have earned him a huge following. When I tell people that a lot of my job is TikTok, I have to really take myself seriously, because if I just show up with no plan, they're like, okay, the the TikTok kid doesn't know what he's doing. Reese Feldman's job title didn't exist when he was born 24 years ago. How did you get started? And so I graduated in May 2020 at like the very height of the pandemic, and I didn't have a job. I applied to the Today Show, didn't get it. If you guys take my resume after, that'd that'd be great. Don't worry, Reese is doing just fine. After graduating with a film degree from Tulane, he landed a job on a reality show set. But he was having a hard time explaining to his friends what it was he did every day. So he took to TikTok. I decided to make videos just like showing the process of working on a TV show. And slowly that began to gain traction. I went from that show to Real Housewives of New Jersey, where I was for a few months, and then to The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It was while he was working as a production assistant for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel that Reese's TikTok account, Guy with the Movie Camera, started to take off. He brought followers along on his day-to-day, all the while garnering new Maisel fans. They would comment and be like, oh, you know, this was my parents' favorite show, but after I saw your video, I decided to watch it, and now I love it. And industry executives started to take notice. I got tapped by more studios, by award shows, by different productions to work on their sets, make behind-the-scenes videos. These jobs brought him to a familiar place, Studio 1A. I was here for Not Okay doing behind-the-scenes stuff. The movie also has its own TikTok account. Of course it would. I'm trying to keep up. We're making a TikTok (laughs) right now. And of course... He made a video about it. No, you're Wait, not. are you kidding yeah. me? It is the inception of the Today Show. So what does Reese do? It's getting all these really great beats. Like the old DVD special features just shot from me, my point of view on an iPhone. I'm thinking in two lenses and one lens of what I want to be put out in real time, what's trending, what's relevant, what will get people excited in the moment, and then stuff down the line that I think people might want to see as the movie or the show gets closer to release. Other productions have also experimented with this kind of media marketing strategy. This year, Reese was part of a group of social media stars who partnered with the Academy to promote the Oscars ceremony. By the time this airs, you will have already worked uh, the Emmys red carpet. Yes. I know you did the Oscars back in March. I did, which was insane to me because like the Oscars was my Super Bowl growing up. But yeah, no, the Emmys is insane. And this month, Reese hosted TikTok's first ever Emmys live stream, reuniting with Mrs. Maisel herself and scoring backstage interviews with the likes of Lizzo, John Oliver, and Cheryl Lee Ralph. The question always comes up like, 
are you going to have them do a dance? I'm like, TikTok itself doesn't have to be a dancing app. It is literally, it's just, it's a short form and now kind of long form video app. So it could be anything you want it to be. So get this, Reese is in Germany as we speak, yeah. working behind the scenes on content for the Hunger Games prequel. Cool. Wow. So you can't, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like these young guys, I've talked about like their kids or something like that. But what people thought was just fun and games sure. on TikTok, now these big companies That's what I'm saying. are hiring him because they don't know how to do it. I learned a lot from him. I didn't realize it's like long form stuff on TikTok now oh, as well. Yes. Excuse so, me. That was great. Yeah. We just need to make sure we save that piece because 20, oh, he's 25 gonna years be, from now. He'll, he'll be, he'll be sitting be, right here. He wants right. to be a movie director. I told him, I'm like, can I be a reporter in one of your movies? <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, just ahead. Live from New York, SNL star Bowen Yang, live in Studio 1A this morning. Uh, it's a big week across the street, by the way, so we're going to get the scoop from Bowen on the season premiere of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes. And then a little bit later, some forever favorites that are still going strong that you might want to consider adding to your morning routine. Third hour of today, right back after this. excited to catch up with one of the buzziest and busiest comedians around. Bowen Yang has earned two Emmy like nominations yeah. for his work as a cast member on Saturday Night Live. Over the last three seasons, Bowen has played everything from politicians to an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> uh, he played the iceberg that sank the Titanic. And yeah. he is back at work across the street in Studio 8H as SNL returns for its 48th season <sighs> on Saturday. Bowen, good morning. Good morning. So season 48, 62 hours away. Nobody's counting. <laughs> Uh, Who did that math? Not me. Not you. No, I cut it. Uh, Are you excited? I'm so excited. We just had our first read-through, our table read was yesterday. So can you explain, what is it like in that room? I mean, how does it go? Well, first of all, we're we're back at like at one big table. So we used to be spread out. And now we're back at one table where where there's snacks again. And the (laughs) snacks have been this like staple in like Lorne Michaels' sort of... Is that true? It's true. I, I mean, mean, like delightful snacks. Delightful like, snacks. You got, like what? you got licorice. You got crackers, okay, so like all sandwiches, things. all the things. It's it's really nice. And um, <laughs> but this, the snacks made a return after the pandemic. How are the bits? They're good. The bits are good. I think it's going to be a great show. Okay. okay. I, and I'm not just saying that. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I read a couple of days ago. You've lost eight cast members. You've uh-huh. got four new cast members. The aforementioned Lauren Michaels. He's called this a a, a year of reinvention. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you felt any of those changes with the new cast members yet? I feel like. The new cast members are bringing something really fresh. So, like, all four of them. Um, there they are. It's Marcelo. That's Michael. That's Molly. That's Great. Devin. They're, cool. they're, they're so wonderful. I mean, the thing you don't want to do your first week is, like, bomb at that table. And none of them, not that it happens, really, yeah. but they all, they all did great. They're, they're, we're so excited that they're, that they're, that they're I there. I love that. Okay, well, speaking of doing great, I mentioned you were nominated for your second Emmy. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, it was a clerical error. It was so, a clerical error. <laughs> so you had, I hear you had an awesome plus one, a special plus one. I did. Who did you go with? I went with my mother, Your my mom. sweet mom. There uh, it is. And see, she oh, feels wow. kind of duped out of the whole experience because she wanted a red carpet. She was like, where's the red carpet? <laughs> It was yellow. It was gold. And, and so that's your mom with Sandra O. Oh? That's my mom with Sandra O. Oh, um, who you know, my mom and I would watch Grey's Anatomy in the house yes, every yes, day, every yes, week, yes, and yes. it was it was a big moment for I her. I love that you took your mom. I know it was yeah. nice. I love you too. Until she walks on a red carpet, I failed her. It's, it's not fun. the same. No, it's not the same. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because you've been so outspoken against AAPI hate. Uh, you appeared on Fire Island. You're using your platform to address issues that I presume that are very important to you. Does, does that come easily to you? Is that something you always wanted to do? It's not something that like you expect to do, but I feel like sometimes every now and then things get oh there's there's my little love interest James um uh, no it's, it, it just you, you kind of 
get thrown into these conversations and discussions because, um, you know, you, right you can't help it. It's the right thing to do. And, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's nice. Because, you. because you're not busy enough. You also have a, a podcast, which is wildly popular. I do. I do. And, and you end the podcast with, for folks who haven't heard it, it's this thing. It's a little segment called, I don't think so, honey. Yes. Explain, <laughs> explain what I don't think so, honey is. I don't think so, honey is a one minute polemic. It's a tongue lashing on, on something that's really getting your, your goat. Oh, and, um, that. oh my God, Sosie Bacon's over there. Um, Wait, who are, oh, I was like, oh, why is he, winking at the teleprompter? Did you guys go like, to so, school together? Is that we true? We went to school no, together. we went to middle school together. No, middle. Right. It was middle. Middle No, school? no, no. No. Wow. I don't know what she's talking about. Where did you go? We went to NYU. I, I, went I didn't, NYU. didn't go to NYU. I didn't go to NYU. I didn't go to NYU. Well, Wait, how do you yes, know you it? did. No, I didn't. Wait, but we, but we. Now it's awkward. I know, but just through Dave, I dropped Dave. out of school, like, you and he was in NYU. We went to middle school together. Yeah, we were in. <laughs> come on, <laughs> we were in um, his, on, American so history. Were screen, you a rock way. star in middle school or something? Were you yeah, like, big I was, time. I was pretty cool. Eighth grade was like my peak. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's but true. yeah, okay. It's, it's, wait, it's wait, called I don't think so, honey. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so, honey. Can you give us an I don't yeah, think so, honey? Yeah, I don't think so, honey. You ready? Yeah. 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 This is what I just did. Okay. Um, like this camera. I don't think so, honey. Gum. I, I, I'm supposed to chew you, and you run out of flavor, but I can't swallow you. How's that work? <laughs> What's that about? We were promised Willy Wonka levels of gum technology, and it's been 50 years since that movie, and we still haven't gone to Gobstoppers. Preach. Yes. Yes. I don't think so, honey. I'm, I'm with you on gum. Yes. I'm with you on gum. Come on. What's, and, ne- what's next? I mean, what, what, what's, what's, what's next? SNL. I'm, I'm like, nice. I'm like in my hole. I'm, I'm like swallowed up in that dragon's mom. I'm going to try beautiful. to get up there and see you. That's been my dream to come up there one time to watch a show. Ever been. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh sorry. He's not like, the fact Sorry, Frank. No, I thought you He's thought like, you do you know who I am? No, no, no. I thought you did. Anytime you guys want. No, don't say that. Jake and I will be there. Seriously, we've never been. Come. He's going to be like, Jacob, stop. Oh, yeah, just invited you. So he's going to come my middle school bestie. Yeah. We went to middle school together, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, Bo and Yang, thank you so much. And Thanks, don't forget guys. to into the reels. season premiere of SNL. Miles Teller is the host. Musical guest is Kendrick Lamar. It's going to be so good. Saturday, October 1st, live on NBC and on Peacock. All right. Coming up next, tired and chew. Tired and chew. That we was, don't want them to be. That was, that was God punishing me <laughs> for being We don't want them to be tired and chew. <laughs> tried products that are still going strong. We're going to share some forever favorites to add to your routine, including one that's been around that. since 19. 19- 38. And then guess who's here? Well, you already know. You already know. Sosie Bacon is live in Studio 1A. We're going to hear all about her chilling new movie. We hear it's very chilling. And whether she got any horror pointers from her dad, Kevin. We'll be right back. We'll also talk middle school, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I got my back. Wait, that is no, we're not. You know the old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, this morning we are talking about forever favorites in beauty and grooming, products that have stood the test of time for some decades now. Sarah Eggenberger is the senior editor at large of New Beauty Magazine, and she's here to tell us about each one. Tried and true products that if you have them, just keep using them. And if not, give it a try. Exactly. We're it's kind a of great segment, by the way. It is. Thank you. We've been talking a lot of beauty here because yes. it's a trip down memory lane, right? This bottle, it stands out. The color, yep. the yellow color, the rectangular shape. This has been around for years. It was one of the original products that they launched. It's still around because it's really going to provide 24-hour moisturization to the skin. It's going to help you to hold on to that moisture. And when you hold on to moisture, you have a healthy-looking skin. I can I ask an expert? Does it work? Yeah. I, I used to use it. Um, and I, I, I guess I'm, I think it's you look good. It looks okay. amazing. Yeah, the day. Kind, you use the three-step process. 
process back now. In the, look yeah, at, yeah, back in the day. I, I read somewhere that a bottle is sold every five seconds. Wow. So we just stole like 100 bottles. There they go, off the this shelf. This grabbed my attention. I mean, just a Bic razor? A Bic razor. Can you imagine wow. this? Bic was originally coming out for like the quick shape, right? It's a, a single blade. <laughs> I know, take them, take them. They're so good. It's still, this is going back to your every five seconds. Yeah. This is still the top volume razor for men I in the United it. States. No, it's tried it and true. It's tried and true. Classic. Simple, yep. friendly. I mean, it conjures up pictures of like men, you know, teaching their sons how to yeah. shave in bathrooms. It like it just has this nostalgic color. feel like to a, it. Yep. The color feel. Yep. Here's, here's what I'm discovering about myself as we go through this segment. You have all these problems. I haven't changed much over 20 years. <laughs> this is my deodorant. Stick right? with what works. Yeah. No so this is really interesting because it was originally launched in 1938 but for women's deodorant. Oh. So the creator was inspired by his mom's potpourri and created women's no deodorant. Way. By the success of, it, success of it, they launched a men's deodorant. And this yeah. has been around, like we said, in the teas, 1938. So long Great time. Great Melvin Fresh. I know, right? <laughs> See, that's <laughs> the fancy one. Yeah. I use nice. I use the yellow speed stick. This, this is yours, good. right? Yeah. What age you start? My 13 year old just asked me if you could start using deodorant. Is it time? Oh, yeah. I think you'll know when it's time. time. You'll know, right? You'll know when it's time. 13 year old boy definitely be using deodorant. Sarah, what do you think it is about these products that have managed to? You know, because, I mean, there have been a lot of new entries into the market, Absolutely. I would imagine. What I think that these? they have truly stood the test of time because they contain ingredients that work. People love the results. And if something works for you, specifically like a deodorant sure. or a razor, you're going to stick with it. You're not going to go away from the game plan. It's like a familiar smell. Nostalgic, I in know, a way. I know. It truly Speaking is. Speaking of nostalgic, head and shoulders. Yes. I know. So not the most glamorous of hair topics to discuss, but when we have dandruff, this is a go-to product. Yeah, it yeah. contains 1% selenium sulfate, which is going to help with the dandruff, the mm-hmm. flakiness. 100% flake-free, which is amazing, plus aloe vera to calm and soothe your scalp as yeah. well. And it's the, it's the same recipe they've been using for years? They haven't changed Same it. recipe. Can you believe it? And I know. They're also, these, these products... They're affordable. They're all so affordable. Yeah, yes. all like basically drugstore Speaking prices. Speaking of affordable. Can you imagine? I mean, look, at the bottle has changed, but this telltale color combination certainly has not, right? And we know this to be true because we probably have it in your makeup bag. You might even have use at some point or another. What is that? It works mascara. mascara. Oh, sorry, I don't use it. <laughs> the one product you don't use on yes. the set. This is actually, I mean, look at this tiny little spoolie. It's going to really separate the lashes, give yeah. you buildable volume. You know what's so funny? For your wife. Is when you talk about mascara, you can buy all sorts of wands with all sorts of technology, but this... It that just works. Like it. It's a great lash. Nothing like it. It just out works. There. I see what you did there. You just picked it up and kept she on did. moving. She's like, like, yeah. So anyway, I'm just going to go now this is, this. is this tried? Okay. I mean, I use this. So but. the name kind of makes you blush because it's called Nars Orgasm Blush. It has okay. been around for years okay. because it's supposed to simulate the same look. Yes. It gives you that lit from within, oh. you know, kind of sheen to your skin. And it works on any skin tone. So universally it flattering. Does. It, it does. has been around for years. Why are you frowning? I, I, I didn't know it was called Nars Orgasm Blush. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's that's but it's, much. it's yeah. tried and true. It's tried and true. Been around for years. And yeah. a go-to product for so many makeup artists. Yeah, here's one for Lindsay. Oh, thank you. Sarah, these are great. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm awesome. right, I like this segment. It's affordable and it's, yeah. it works. Thank and you. everyone can use these products. Yeah, no matter where you live. All In right. fact, if you want these products, you can head to today.com. Oh, this camera slash shop. And uh, coming up next, uh, actor Sosie Bacon is here to tell us about her scary good new movie and carrying on her dad Kevin Bacon's horror movie legacy. We'll be right back on the third hour of today. <laughs> Love it. He would lie his way into their dreams. He was looking for James Bond girls. How fun would that be to be a Bond girl? Then twist them into a nightmare. 
This guy's done this before. He'll do it again. Until a group of women banded together to put him behind bars and keep him there. You have to participate fiercely, fiercely in what happens next. I'm Keith Morrison, and this is Murder in the Hollywood Hills, an all-new podcast from Dateline. All episodes of Murder in the Hollywood Hills are available now. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. Our next guest is about to have us shaking in our boots. Sosie Bacon <laughs> launched into the acting world at just 12 years old, sharing the screen with her mom and her dad, Kira Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon, in the 2005 film Loverboy. Well, more recently, she starred opposite Kate Winslet in the critically acclaimed series Mayor of Easttown. Yeah, we thoroughly enjoyed this one. Now, now Sosie takes, takes on her first leading role in the terrifying movie. It's called Smile. Sosie plays a therapist named Dr. Rose. After witnessing a traumatic event involving a patient, Rose starts experiencing some bone-chilling and unexplainable occurrences. So congrats, first leading yeah, role, definitely scary. What, yeah. was the, what was the hardest part about this particular role? I was probably like just being in that state of like anxiety. Yeah, exactly. And like um, just tension. Yeah. Your when you bo- make a horror movie, is it scary? Like, I don't think it's scary in the way that it's scary when you see it, because a lot of that is about sound design and blah, blah. But being like tense and scared all the time, it just takes a toll, you know, um, on like your body. A, an emotional toll, too, yeah. probably. She totally. got the review of reviews uh, if you are in a horror movie. Did you see what Stephen King said about yes. you? Let me read it for everybody. Okay. He tweeted, Smile opens this weekend. Good scary horror film, but the real surprise is Sosie Bacon is Rose. What a hell of a performance. Wow. <laughs> it's so nice. It's like, I was like, what? Wow. I feel like he's like the king of horror. Did you talk, you talk to him? Do you know him? Or he just saw the no. film? No, I don't know him. That's amazing. That's yeah. makes it even better. He just saw it and gives you I your know, It's really flowers. sweet. You know, so I, I was just reading that while you were filming, you moved back in with your parents. Let's talk about that experience. How does that work? <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, We've it's all done perfect. it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like, I was like, it's perfect. I'll go back to New York. I'll stay with them. I'm going to, it's nice. I'll be home. I'll be working. And um, I brought my dog. And then it's just like, I was so busy that, like, I could never see them. Oh, you know no. what I mean? And they wanted to, like, hang out. Yeah. I mean, they were super sweet. They, like, made me bagels at 2 in the morning when I came home. But, like, I just felt so bad. I gave them my dog, basically. I was like, sorry, I am. <laughs> like, yeah. So it was it was nice. I mean, I think it was a little traumatic for all of us. But it was, yeah. That's awesome. real life. That's well, real well, life, Sosie. The last time your father was on the show, wasn't that long ago, Kevin Bacon said that he feels closer to you and your brother right now at this point in his life closer than he ever has. Oh, that's nice. Is, is the feeling mutual? <laughs> to- yeah, totally. I mean, it's like 
you are forced to hang out with your parents when you're younger, and then like now we're all grown ups, right? So we're choosing it. And yeah. So I think it's fun. You just yeah. It's like more my like dream friends. that you want that with how, your children. Are you, how old are your kids? Now? I mean, 10, 10, and thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Well, they will. They will. She yeah. got twins. So yeah. with your um, with your first leading role in the books, are you thinking about what you're going to do next? You already know. No, I don't know. Total mystery. Free agent. Um, I don't. Um. I would like to do something like maybe a little bit lighter, but it seems <laughs> unlikely now. Like, <laughs> I don't think you get typecast after your first role. Yeah, I hope not. I hope not. Yeah. What'd your parents say about the film after they saw it? Mm. Um, my mom was horrified. She, I, like, she was like, Mission accomplished. Yeah, exactly. And they were just really like proud. They know how hard I worked, obviously, because they were there and they were getting the brunt of it. So um, I think they were proud and excited. Yeah. Well, going off your Instagram page, you like to be outdoors, right? And you just got a horse. Oh, how's that? Is that an experience? Even it's definitely an experience. Yeah. Also, you gave your dog away and then you got a horse. No, no, no. I mean, that my dog's oh, back with me now. Okay, good. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. Yeah. So we I bought a horse. I didn't know basically anything about. About horses, wow. really bad idea. What's the um, horse's name? Diamond. 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 Yeah. <laughs> She's really cute. We've come a long way. We've grown <laughs> together. When oh. I got her, she was like not basically completely untrained. I didn't really That's know. Not- but were you a rider? I had ridden horses. Okay. Yeah. But a rider, I wouldn't I wouldn't say. But now you and Diamond are a duo, so you're gonna be able to like Exactly. I'm just quitting acting. I'm just gonna show horses for now. Ride, ride diamond. I love this. I so see, come back That's anytime. I will do. Thank this. you so much. Mm-hmm. It was nice. I haven't met any of you guys. I know. No, no, we're delightful. So we got back. SNL tickets out of the last one, so I wish I wish I had something to offer. So see, thank you so much. Thank you. By the way, smile is in theaters tomorrow. It won't make you smile, but yeah. it's but it's called smile. It'll make so you good. Make, make you jump probably. Mm-hmm. Third hour today. We're right back after this. Thanks, guys. Tomorrow on this third hour today, our guy Steve Kornack is going to be here. He's going to help break down that epic NFL showdown this weekend between the Bucks That's and the great. Chiefs. We haven't seen Steve in a while. I know. I can't it's wait. Time. All right. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Drew Carey celebrates 15 years as host of The Price is Right. That's unbelievable. Don't forget, watch today anytime over on our streaming channel. Today, all day, including now the full broadcast every day at 11 and 2 Eastern. Head to Today All Day streaming channel on Peacock or your smart TV. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Adios. Adios.